Welcome to Gapology Radio Podcast with authors Mark Tinas and Brian Brockhoff. We can be reached at gapology.org and our books can be found at amazon.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Gapology Radio. This is your leadership development podcast where we talk about Gapology, Imbar, and more. Let's go ahead and give Mark Tinas a call and see what he's up to. Hey Mark, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing very well. I'm actually kind of tired today. I had so many meetings today. <laughs> Just dragging. Well, let's change everything and talk about meetings then. Okay, you have a good topic? We can make them better. That's we can make them better. Perfect. Sounds good. <laughs> One of the most common complaints I hear from leaders and from others is that meetings are ineffective, they're a waste of time. Uh, they're poorly planned, they right. didn't need to happen, etc. So right. What, yeah. I, what I'd like to talk about is how to conduct an effective meeting. Awesome. Perfect. People will love this one. All right. Well, let me jump right in. Sounds good. So the first thing you've got to do is set objectives. You know, don't meet if you don't have reasons to meet. So literally set objectives about why to meet and what outcomes are expected. And set expectations for yourself as a leader of the meeting. Uh, you know what what is what is going to be the measurable outcome of of this meeting? Very very important. Don't meet to meet. It's uh, it's it's not the culture that you want to create. A culture of action meets very little, but when they meet, it's powerful and and quite quite impactful. What do you think? Yeah, you know, that's interesting. Um, I think, you know, if the information can be delivered in an email, send an email. If it can be delivered in a phone call, make a phone call. Um, meetings need to be impactful. You know, if you're going to have your team dedicate their their time to be face-to-face with you, you know, make sure it's worthwhile. Yeah, yeah, that's key. In, um, in Gapology, as you know, Brian, we, we wrote about the uh, – intensity w and uh, i'm going to share that with you i would i would call it today how to conduct a rock star meeting and uh so let me tell you a little bit about that so for those of you that can that you that aren't driving uh draw out a capital w a capital w where the beginning and the middle and the end the peaks are all at the same height. This represents a graph of intensity of a rock star meeting. So rock concerts tend to start with a great song, a well-known song, come back in the middle with something you know, of equal intensity, and then close with incredible intensity and likely... Uh, the favorite song that everybody's been waiting for. That's the graph you're seeing in front of you, and that's how to conduct what we call a rock star meeting. This uh, this W is a graph with the horizontal axes being a timeline of the meeting. So the first point of the W is the beginning. The middle point, if it's an all-day meeting, is right after lunch. And the ending point is uh, is the close of the meeting. So picture again the horizontal axes as the timeline, and the vertical 
axes as intensity, the intensity of the meeting. And uh, I'm going to teach you how to create high intensity. What do you think, Brian? Yeah, if you think about a a rock concert, um, you know, it does flow that way. And I think a lot of it's the the band needs to rest a little bit, you know, so they can't always be playing, you know, the fast, hard rocking songs all the whole concert. Plus, on the other end, I don't think the uh, the audience can listen to the whole, you know, hard rocking for the entire show. I, I think you need that up and down, give people kind of an emotional flow through it. Um, same thing in a meeting. And, you know, I think just do yourself a favor. You know, if you build your meetings this way, you don't have to keep your energy up the entire time. Uh, the other factor, uh, Brian, that, that's key here is people remember what's first and what's last. Oh, yeah. So they'll remember the start of the concert and they'll remember the closing song. So in terms of a meeting, they'll remember the opening and they'll remember the closing. So you've got a built-in advantage if you make these points high intensity. Make sense? Yeah, for sure. So let's talk about some of the some of the options there are to make these points on the W of high intensity. The first thing to think about is can you create an agenda where these points of the meeting create emotion? If they evoke emotion in in the attendees of the meeting, positive emotion that is, memorable emotion, the, the meeting will be memorable and it will be impactful. So think again about an on purpose, intentional, opening, intentional middle, and then an intentional close. Very, very important. And again, those are the three peaks of this capital W. So some of the options that we've seen that have been incredibly effective are, for example, recognition. So if you've got some recognition you can do, it is a great way to open the meeting with recognition. Uh, Brian and I like to say, we are what we celebrate. So by opening a meeting with recognition, you are broadcasting to the people attending the meeting what matters. You're telling them right up front, what we celebrate is who we are, it's cultural, and it, it really has an impact on the rest of the meeting. What an upbeat way to start a meeting with, with recognition uh, around things that matter most uh, and and try and include in the recognition a standing ovation. Standing ovations are emotional. They evoke emotion. They are memorable. Most people have never received a standing ovation in their lifetime. And if you can, if you can combine recognition with standing ovation at the beginning of a meeting, this could also be used at the close, but if you do it at the beginning of the meeting, it clearly speaks to what matters. What, what do you think about that, Brian? Yeah, I love that. You know, it really sets the tone for the whole meeting. You know, these are the things that are important, so we're going to celebrate them. And then as long as the rest of the meeting, you know, you tie into how how to deliver those results through the information that you're delivering. Yeah, that, that's key. If, if the meeting is about the behaviors that you are celebrating at, the, at this at this opening recognition session, wow, uh, the meeting all ties together immediately. Yep. So you have to be very intentional 
about the three points of, of the capital W, and recognition is, is one of those. Again, you could close with it, but we, we tend to think it's the opening, and we have more powerful ways to close. So another, another potential opening that broadcasts again, we are what we celebrate, would be to announce the promotion of an individual or multiple individuals who have performed very well. Very similar to recognition, uh, announcing a promotion will evoke emotion within the team and it will speak loudly to what matters. And uh, announcing a promotion can have a significant impact on the rest of the meeting and it, uh, it, it again is, a, is a, an opportunity to celebrate the team and the culture and uh, the results uh, si- similar to uh, recognition. What do you think about that, Brian? Yeah, I was just thinking about, you know, if you're that person being promoted and you get publicly recognized like that at the beginning of a meeting, you know, your attention is going to be laser focused during that meeting. You're, you're going to want to really prove to everyone else why you were selected for the promotion. Yeah, it might it might have an impact on those that were promoted, though, as well. Yeah, for sure. So it may cause them to say, wow, uh, that needs to be me. Uh, I'm going to step it up uh, and uh, I'm, I'm going to be that person next time. Right. So promotions, when they're tied to why the person's being promoted... And that person's being promoted because they exemplify excellence in what we talk about and what we believe in can be incredibly powerful for the team. Yeah. So, yeah. So um, sometimes I'm changing topics here as it relates to things you can uh, you can begin the meeting with. Sometimes you have to hold a meeting around a major announcement, and that announcement often will need to occur at the beginning of the meeting because the meeting will be all about then the plan to move forward after this announcement. So the announcement can be incredibly powerful for the team. Hopefully it's a positive thing. And again, we we recommend a very simple process here where you tell the team uh, what they need to know, you tell them why it matters, and you tell them, and maybe the rest of the meeting is about what they need to do, the actions that need to be taken. So this in and of itself can be a very powerful meeting. And again, often it is a necessity to hold a meeting around a major announcement and get the team laser focused on the things that they need to do. So again, those three things, the order of which you go are, tell them what they need to know, that's often the announcement, tell them why it matters that's to help them buy into the announcement understand it and then tell them what they need to do that brings the announcement to life so again this could be the meeting in and of itself and often a need for a meeting but it ties directly to the w and again you need to begin with this announcement uh thoughts on that one brian yeah, that, that strategy really helps to make your whole meeting impactful because it's very clear. It's a very strong process that you walk through. So it just really helps you to organize your entire meeting that way. So the middle of the meeting is a little dicey. You have to sort of figure that one out. Maybe you serve lunch and people get a little bit tired. 
I've seen a lot of a lot of things that work. Sometimes a physical activity, you know, a yoga class after lunch or a Pilates class or a Zumba class. Who knows? Uh, try and try and get some physical activity. Try and get everybody reengaged. Um, there, there's a number of ways. If you've got if you've got three different sets of recognition, recognition is a great way to get the team engaged. Uh, after lunch so think about and be on purpose about how you restart the meeting but the closing needs to be powerful and I'm going to turn to that now so the most powerful closing is often a call to action so you've spent maybe the entire day now talking about and strategizing about the things we need to do uh, to move forward and the closing um and the call to action that can come from that can be incredibly powerful. We have seen, depending on the group size, uh, a group get in a circle. So you change the seating arrangement into a circle and you do a call to action. Often the leader is in the middle of the circle and they rotate around the circle to each of the individuals in the meeting, picture a clock, go from 12 all the way around and back to 12 and literally asking for the commitment of each of the individuals in front of their peer group this can be emotional it can be powerful it can often get the results though that you're looking for because an individual who will commit to a set of actions in front of their peer group in essence in front of their world will tend to fully execute that and give it all they've got. So this can be one of the most powerful ways to close a meeting is with with a call to action. Any thoughts on that one, Brian? I've got a couple more after that. Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of people go into meetings thinking it's just going to be passive. You know, they're just going to sit there, they're going to listen to the boss talk, and then they're going to go home and do whatever. Um, doing that, going around in a circle and, and creating a call to action I think, you know, once you do that a few times, you're going to change everybody's perception of a meeting. They're not going to just walk into it thinking it's passive. They actually are going to have to take action. Yeah, I love, um, I, I, I saw recently a leader who turned to each individual in a circle at the end of the meeting and said, okay, what are you going to do? One by one, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And it started to build because as each of those individuals heard their peers talk, it started to change their game. It upped their game. It, it caused them to think it through. And as each person spoke, they had more tools in their toolbox because ideas were flowing forward. And it was incredibly, incredibly powerful. Uh, and that is what I, what, what I call a call to action close. And uh, it, it can really, it can last for years. It can last for years. So uh, if you haven't done that, it, it works very well. One of the other closes that I have seen work is a series of testimonials, often beginning with the leader. So the leader gets up and talks about how tough the changes are that we're going through, but how committed they are and how they feel energized by it. And they give their own personal testimonial. And then through volunteerism, they ask who would like to go next. Mm 
and one by one those that want to speak step up and talk about again changes that we're going through and and my commitment to those changes this can be an incredibly powerful close it's a little risky you don't always know what you're going to get out of it you can have some of them somewhat prepared and set up but it often is powerful and can again evoke emotion create emotion in the team around maybe some some major changes that are going on but that leader testimonial to kick it off is really the key and it can be it can be one of the most powerful closes uh, I have ever seen uh, what are your thoughts on that one Brian yeah I, I think that just shows your passion it shows your commitment to the team shows that you know the things that you talked about during the day or during the meeting was important um, I love that. And, you know, as a leader going first and putting yourself out there a little bit, I think that does help um, create, you know, get, you know, get the ball rolling to uh, get participation in that. Yeah, absolutely. So th- there's a lot of ways to go after this. The, the final one I'll leave you with is, is the simplest of all, and that is the leader having an open discussion with the team and recapping what needs to come next what we need to do, the actions we need to take, and the leader asking for the teams to commit to this. Asking who's in, you know, are you in, are you in? These are the things we need to do, are you in, are you in? Going right on around the room. It can be a bit intimidating, it can be a bit forced, but it can also be very powerful. If there are an absolute set of actions that must happen, and they've got to happen tomorrow. And, you know, we've come out of this meeting where we've discussed them. It, it can be pretty powerful and it can move the team in the right direction. They come away with no doubt about what matters and what they need to do tomorrow. Starting tomorrow. Things are different. Are you in? So in either case, what I would leave you with is you need to plan out your meeting. Use the capital W. It's incredible. Again, rock stars have used it for years. Rock star meetings are built around a W where you intentionally create a significant level of intensity at the beginning and at the close, and you work to do the same thing in the middle to re-energize the group. Plan your meetings accordingly. Do not put dull topics at the opening or at the closing. Don't do it. It won't work. It'll be a dud of a meeting. Be intentional about the agenda. Be intentional about your seating arrangement. Be intentional about changing the seat assignment at the closing and maybe standing in a circle. Great meetings are created by great leaders. Uh, they're, They're very possible. They need to be well thought out and they need to be intentional. That's it for me, Brian. What are your closing thoughts? Yeah, no, I love it, Mark. I think this is uh, definitely going to be a podcast people are going to use. I love it. Wonderful. Thanks, Brian. Yep. I'll talk to you later. Bye, everybody. Bye. Okay, that'll wrap it up from here. Head on over to our website, gapology.org, for more information. Everyone have a fantastic week. We'll talk to you soon. This has been a Gapology production. Visit us at gapology.org.